What lake do I have to jump in next? Tampa's going to win. I told you, you're up to Superior this weekend if that happens. I would. I will. I will go. I will travel up to Alaska and go. And then you pledge to do Lake Huron if we go mm-hmm. play the, the Lions or the, I'll tell how you about what? the Gulf Coast if we go. There's... Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Openly asked the question as to whether Jordan Love is going to give Giannis Antetokounmpo a run for his money in best Wisconsin sports guy. And before you laugh, look at it. Look at look at the the data we have so far, and the, even the past couple of weeks. I mean, an amazing individual who's had tragedy in his life, a uh, guy who seems to help the the common stranger get out of a digging people out of snowbanks just cuz nice to the lady at the flower shop and whatever what else did he do doesn't lately? walk out with some mink coat on or he's not super flashy <laughs> which you know Wisconsin's not always big on the flashy isn't stuff isn't posting on his instagram his house of shoes yeah, like right. the anthem kneeler yeah. his girlfriend seems hilarious his girlfriend will <laughs> yeah, post some right? funny stuff she'll troll other teams which is kind of funny <laughs> which is great when she's on your side so we reached out to yeah right when she's on our side we reached out to Jordan Love's uh, high school football coach at Liberty High School in Bakersfield California and we asked Brian Nixon straight up like all right is he really this amazing what you see is what you get he wow. is that is him he is a uh, he is an awesome young man He's always been that way, always thoughtful of others, just a really, really nice person and happens to be a really, really good football player. Had a phenomenal conversation with Coach Nixon. We're going to run that interview coming up in the 8 o'clock hour today. 7.15, Brandon Snyde has sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. It's wheels up in Green Bay today as the Packers are set to head out to California ahead of their Saturday night showdown against the 49ers. A task quarterback Jordan Love knows won't be an easy one. You know, it's a great challenge for us. They're a really good defense. Um, they got a really good offense as well, so they're a great team all around. Um, so we, we definitely got a great challenge ahead of us, and we're, we look forward to it. Love and the offense will face off against one of the league's best defenses, but after winning their last four straight must-win games, the confidence in the locker room is growing by the week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think every week we've been getting better and better. Um, and in terms of just execution, I think we're, we're executing better and better every week. So, um, you know, I think we've um, been putting better performances out there, and I think there's, there's still more out there for us. The Packers will look to reverse a losing playoff trend against San Fran come Saturday. Green Bay is 0-4 against the Niners in their last four playoff games. Something running back Aaron Jones has definitely taken notice of and discussed it following the team's practice on Thursday. I'd say it's kind of a historic rivalry, you know. Uh, um, they're they're a great organization as as we are, um, you know. And lately, they've had a little bit more success in the playoffs uh, than we have, and we've ran into them a couple times. But you know, it's it's not about the past; it's about the future and what we're about to do right now. So uh, I'm, I look forward to the opportunity going out there and playing and. Uh, you know, rewriting this. The Packers did hold practice on Thursday afternoon. Jair Alexander, A.J. Dillon, linebacker Isaiah McDuffie, all questionable ahead of tomorrow night's game. Punter Daniel Whelan, also questionable. He's come down with an illness. That's according to head coach Matt LaFleur. That's the bad news. The good news, though, however, receiver Christian Watson, who played last week in the win over Dallas, he has been completely removed from the injury report. 
Kickoff set for 7.15 on Saturday night. Green Bay game day coverage will get rolling right here on WTMJ beginning at 6. Over to College Hoops, where the UWM Panthers' two-game win streak came to an abrupt end on Thursday as they fall to Northern Kentucky on the road. This one by a final score of 90-72. to The loss dropping the Panthers to 9-9 on their season. Coming up, how to get free or discounted admission to museums all over southeast Wisconsin. That story next. Seven twenty-three, Wisconsin's morning news. Certainly, blessed in Milwaukee and southeast Wisconsin, they have some fabulous museums. And visit Milwaukee is going to make it easier to see some of these fabulous cultural institutions with discounted and, in some cases, even free admission. Doors are open from Kohler to Racine on Museum Days twenty twenty-four, and Debbie's got a preview. Sitting along Prospect Avenue, along what's known as Museum Mile, sits a cool space. It's the Jewish Museum, Milwaukee. They're taking part in this year's Museum Days, put on by Visit Milwaukee. Curator Molly Dubin says it's all about telling a very special story. Some of the stories we tell are very much in connection to families that are here in Milwaukee. So much of what we have from our permanent exhibit actually comes from families, organizations, synagogues, um, cultural and, and religious that are here in Milwaukee and have been here. So it really is so rooted in our community. But some of the stories are also very universal. This area of Wisconsin does have a rich Jewish heritage, and this is a great place to learn all about the local culture. In our permanent exhibits, we explore and tell the story of the Jews of southeastern Wisconsin. And this year, they've brought in a special exhibit. This run of Museum Days is really great because it coincides with the opening of a brand new exhibit. And that exhibit is called The Book Smugglers. The longer title is Poets, Partisans, and the Race to Save Jewish Treasures from the Nazis. And it really looks at the true story of the paper brigade of Vilna, who worked clandestinely and often at the risk of their own lives to save Jewish treasures, manuscripts, writings, with the thought that if there needed to be a remembrance, if the plan that was afoot were to be carried out and the Jewish people weren't around to tell their own story, there would be treasures and manuscripts and writings to tell that story. And with everything going on in the Middle East and in an era where there's been an upswing in anti-Semitism, it's becoming even more important to provide education about the Jewish experience. You know, we are, like so many other organizations, really grappling with everything that's going on, all of the people that are being affected, and really just trying to provide a platform to share their experiences and and to come. And if there is any question about what Judaism is all about, you know, what the values are, to come in and learn about it. You know, if there are things that you're hearing that you may not be certain of or you want to, you know, really get to the root of something, the heart of something, we're here to provide that educational opportunity and that material for you. So if this sounds like something you might be interested in, there's never been a better time to visit. And in conjunction with Museum Days, they have a great deal going on. The community can come in at a reduced price and see this really extraordinary story. That reduced price is just $5. So head on over to the east side and become a tourist in your own hometown. Check out the Jewish Museum Milwaukee. Debbie Lazaga, WTMJ News. Seven twenty-seven on Wisconsin's morning news. Can this Packers defense show up again 
and again against one of the best offenses in yes. the league? Yes. <laughs> Brandon Snide has the definitive answer <laughs> coming up at 745. You know, sometimes when we talk about police, it's this sort of monolithic view. It's an entity in and of itself, right, which law enforcement is to a point. But also police departments are made up of individual people, right? Every cop is his or her own cop. And rising star in the Milwaukee Police Department, you're seeing and hearing a lot more from her, is Assistant Chief Nicole Waldner, who, like so many of the people she serves, she grew up here. So she sat down with WTMJ's Libby Collins and talks about how the streets have changed since she was a rookie cop. I think, unfortunately, we have now become this place where guns are literally everywhere. In 1997, if someone got a traffic stop and they got a gun and they got some drugs and they got a money, we'd all be like, oh, what'd you get? What kind of gun is it? Everybody has a gun now. Whether you have it legally and then you have the people that just feel like they didn't have guns. And we're seen at a younger, younger age, kids with guns, because there are so many. I just think for some reason, guns have become this accepted culture. And just going out and instead of having true conflict resolution, you just shoot each other. Whereas when I was on the playground, we would just fight, right? We'd just have a fist fight, whatever. But nowadays, that's not what's going to happen. Someone's going to bring a gun. It's a really interesting interview in Libby's candid conversation with Assistant Police Chief Nicole Waldner Sunday morning, 11 a.m. on WTMJ Conversations. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. That's heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WTMJ. U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm is going to be in Wauwatosa today. Here for an event to promote efforts to build out America's electric vehicle charging network. Or maybe she was curling or something. No? (laughs) I don't don't think. Why wouldn't she? Stop by the Mulder Mulder building there. (laughs) A little curling. You know, she's part of the Biden administration, so obviously there's some politics at play here. Swing state election year, visit Wisconsin. Vice president's going to be here Monday. Monday. Tell the good people of Wisconsin everything the administration is doing for them. But it is interesting because we had something happen this past week on the electric vehicle front, that's not likely helping the EV reluctant or even hesitant buyer to have confidence in these vehicles. Oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. Dead robots. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing, no juice, it's still on 0%, and this is like three hours this morning being out here. Yeah, pulled that from Fox 32 in Chicago. All the stations were were on it in Chicagoland area. Tesla charging stations in suburban Chicago failing during the bitter cold. Dead batteries and folks couldn't charge them. So the battery is dead on the vehicle. The charging station wasn't charging them. Right. And so they're like in one of these things and they're just pushing these cars around. So I do think that is an important thing to have to work out and figure out for the upper Midwest. If you're expecting folks to have confidence to ditch their gas powered vehicles. And how much of that is it's going to be always difficult to be able to retain battery length in, in the cold. And how much of that is like iPhone one issues right like where you're still trying to figure out the tech are we still trying to figure out the tech like, or should this be a concern long term like for decades it, probably both but like batteries are batteries yeah you're right? right and when it gets stupid cold like that and you can say well that doesn't happen that often where we get that cold for that still long. happens think, though still happens right i need my car <laughs> right so the other thing is electric generating capacity at the same time we're going to be asking the american power grid to supply yeah. increasingly more electricity there's this drumbeat of turning away from 
heretofore reliable fossil fuels that go in toward renewable energy, wind, solar specifically, but we're turning away from coal. Some don't even want natural gas anymore. Folks are reluctant to invest in nuclear. So, you know, like, what are we going to do? We have nearly 300 million registered vehicles in the U.S. If we want to plug all of those into the wall, <laughs> into the grid, we're going to need to increase electric generating capacity. So I think some important questions. It's an important visit from the U.S. Energy Secretary and Jennifer Granholm stopping in Wauwatosa today. We're plugging in more and more things. And we need not only more charging stations, but Eric needs more juice. Yes. And the means on. to deliver it. 745 <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Green Bay all set for the divisional round matchup against the Niners come Saturday night. The Packers enter this week as the largest underdog in the remaining four games. But if you ask head coach Matt LaFleur, this is nothing new for his team. Our guys are, are have been in that mode. You know, we've been in playoff mode for, I don't know, it feels like for months now, but it's what last four games especially. So it's just, it's the next game. And I don't think there's, that, that's how we're approaching it. And we obviously understand what the consequences are at the end of this thing. But, you know, it's just that next game mindset. And that's what these, these guys have approached it the right way. After their win last week against Dallas, the Packers quickly grabbing the attention of the number one seeded 49ers, including all-pro pass rusher Nick Bosa. What Kyle talks about is is the whole team has improved throughout the entire season. They've gotten a lot of guys healthy, and, and they have a lot of the same guys from the past really good teams they've had, and um, a quarterback who does exactly what he's coached to do, which Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer and unbelievable, but he kind of went outside of the realm of, of coaching and <laughs> And uh, sometimes it's it's good when you have a guy who who does what he's supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, that was a dig. That and was he's right. right. I warned right. you guys before we before it came up, and I'm well, like, right on that one. Yeah, yeah, what's he? Is he incorrect on any yeah. of what he said? Uh, well, you know what? He's incorrect on the front end. Team a lot of the same guys. Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> on, on defense, yeah, on right. defense, maybe. Yeah, not, definitely, definitely not on 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 offense. We got some new guys. According to LaFleur on Thursday, Jair Alexander, A.J. Dillon, and out punter Daniel Whelan, who is battling an illness. Oi, all... What's the matter with Whelan? He's the Irishman, we right? Could, yeah. You could get back there and punt for him, right? right? Maybe they, they don't need to punt. Is your leg sick too, <laughs> Whelan? Or can you punt? <laughs> all questionable ahead of tomorrow night's uh, kickoff, which is set for 7-15. Green Bay Game Day will get you ready beginning right here in WTMJ at 6. I can't let you get out of here without some type of prediction for tomorrow night. Score like exact prediction. Well, I already I, told you on extra points they're winning. Yeah, I know, but I'm gonna go 31-27. The Packers are gonna win. Now, here we go. Ooh, shootout. One more sleep. Here we go. You know what? If the Packers, what win, lake do I have to jump in next? Tampa's gonna win. <laughs> I told you you're up to Superior this weekend. If that happens, I would. I will. I will go. I will travel up to Alaska and go. And then you in. pledge to do Lake Huron if we go mm-hmm. play the the Lions <laughs> or the. I'll tell how about you what, the Gulf Coast if we go. There's, I love beating the Chicago Bears. There would be nothing more satisfying than shutting up Detroit to go to the Super Bowl. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, enough of your little upstart story here. Insurgency <laughs> over. Don't want to make any predictions about anything, but next week could be really awesome. There could next week could be a really good week. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea Man. It's always nice when you go out to Vegas and that first night you hit it big. Innovative. And you're there for three more days, and all of a sudden you're saying, you know what? 
I can now play. You can play a lot freer. And Packers Hall of Famer. You have all this house money to play with, and that can be really freeing and a lot of fun. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. At 7.53, we bring in our friend Mark Tauscher this morning. Tausch, Eric and I had an awesome conversation with Jordan Love's high school football coach, who also seems like classic old ball coach. Super guy. Still in touch with Jordan and told, uh, confirmed for us that, yeah, if you think he's like a good guy, what you see is what you get, I think was his quote. Yep, like yep. That's the guy. Yeah, I think, obviously, you always love hearing that because – your quarterback is the face of your franchise, and you want, A, to be a really good football player, a good quarterback, making the right reads, being accurate, but you also want that person to represent what you're all about. And I think Jordan Love has shown throughout his time in Green Bay, even when he was a backup or a third-string guy, that he just put his head down and he worked. And you're seeing that reap its benefits now so it's always great to hear you always want you know you don't want to have to sit and defend guys and figure it's nice when the storylines are he's a good football player he's helping people out of ditches he's <laughs> snow shoveling yeah. and he's doing all this stuff it just it adds a little bit more of your love for the organization for the team when your leader of the team is a good dude all right so saturday night what makes you nervous and what excites you about the game well, what excites me about it is what we've seen and where this offense is at and what uh, Jordan Love and Aaron Jones and this young receiving core and tight ends and the offensive line playing well. That excites me. It excited me last week down in Dallas, and they lived up to the hype. What scares me is a couple of things. Uh, San Francisco's fully healthy, and Kyle Shanahan seems to have the Matt LaFleur's defense figured out. And... I, I'm concerned about how many points, just what I, I, like I was last week. I was concerned Dallas was going to put up a ton of points. And to our credit, we held them in check. We made enough plays, and we were able to romp and beat up on Dallas. I don't. It's not going to be that easy. So what concerns me is, are we going to be able to protect Jordan, that pass rush littered with first-round picks and a ton of star players on the defensive side of the ball? Can we hold up, and are we going to be as efficient – but what really worries me is Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Kittle, and like, for as much as – yeah, it's everybody. Right. But what really worries me is this defense, which has been bad in the last three weeks, has been pretty good. What are we getting? Tough road environment. What are we going to get defensively? That – and if our pass rushes is good and can get after Brock Purdy – you have every we have a great opportunity to win, but that's a lot of things that have to fall in your direction to find a way to win. You know what I do, Tausha? I love that the Packers decided to winning the coin toss, take the ball and stick it to Dallas right away offensively and, mm-hmm. and play your best cards. Right this week, I actually I flipped the script. If we win the toss, I put my defense out there to answer that question right away. All right, it's on you guys. You go out there and set the tone today. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, I disagree wholeheartedly. Listen, because you, you, listen, I have I, I played a lot of football, Tausch. So I know you did. Yeah. I've I've heard stories. I've I've heard <laughs> the lore stories. of your high school days. Yes, but I think what you always are trying to do as coaches is be consistent with your messaging and 
you understand what kind of football team you have, and you know you need to throw the first punch. You need to be set the tone. And why I loved what Matt LaFleur did in Detroit uh, back on Thanksgiving and what he did last week was, guys, our offense has gotten really good, and this is a team that I think wants to play from ahead. So let's put let's set the tempo and the messaging on how we want to play. I think if you change tunes, again, I don't think it's it's not the end of the world, but I think you want to set your tone and it's been we are not we're we're emptying everything at you and we're going to go ahead analytics be damned. I want the ball, I want to go down, I want to show this defense we ain't scared of you. You got all these star players, but our offense has grown and we're going to put points up on the board. And all of a sudden, just like you saw in Dallas last week, where Dallas's offense is like, uh-oh, and Dallas's defense is looking around after the top, like, what, what just happened? <laughs> I want that same yeah. exact mentality Saturday night as I saw last week. All right, Taj, how will Packers fans feel on Sunday morning? Uh, well, the odds say that it's going to be, I, I think even if we end up getting beat by San Francisco, San Fran's the number one seed, all this stuff, Packer fans are going to feel really good about the future, about where this is at. I think it's going to be a really hard-fought game. San Fran has all the pressure on it again, so I'm not going to be shocked either way. But I just love the way Green Bay's offense is playing. I think we can find a way to get it done. Eric just said before, next week could be a really awesome week. Oh, my God, it could be a delicious (laughs) week next week. And and we're in a weird scenario. Obviously, we all want this team to advance and to win. But I think this season, regardless of what happens, has been a raging success uh, for a lot of reasons. But it can only get sweeter and better. And like you, when you're playing with house money, you double it down. It's fun to win again and just keep raking that cash in. That's what Saturday night can be. Let's get greedy. We'll hear you on the postgame show, Tosh. Thanks, my friend. Greedy, greedy.